and welcome to the Incredible Hulk podcast. Um, and today we are talking about a season three story called Homecoming, written by Andrew Schneider, directed by John McPherson, co-starring Diana and <laughs> Waldauer. Thank you, Sue. And they work sure. together. <laughs> um, yeah, rar. Uh, this and was a good and, one. And the instantly I wouldn't get it right. Yeah, as uh, Banner. Yes. John Marley as D.W. Banner, Regis J. Cordy, I think it is, as Dean Eckert, and Drew Snyder as Croft. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and of course, starring the usual uh, Bill Bixby as David Banner, um, Liv Rigno as the Incredible Hulk, and uh, Jack Colvin as Jack McGee. Diana also starred as well as Sister Anita in the season five story called Sanctuary. And we should play mum. Yeah. And even Bill Bisbee dressed up in mum. That was quite good. Um, right, because David had to hide, right? That's right, yeah. So this one's really interesting, um, just to get started here. Anyway, David reads a new story about his sister and uh, comes to the, the conclusion that he needs to go visit. Um, uh, just to pick you up, so it wasn't a, he never read it. It was on. It was a news report. It was on the TV. He read his sister's name on the TV, and um, he decides to go back to uh, his hometown in Denver, Colorado. And Denver is uh, not historically thought of as like super high tech, but this family that he came from was super high tech. It's a rural community full of farming and farmland. Yeah, the little pla- the little town it was meant to be in was called Treverton. Now, whether that's a fictitious name or a real one, Sue, you might be able to tell me if that's a real place. It's not. No, it's okay. okay. It's fictional, yeah. But it's a suburb. It's near Denver because, I mean, that's where he went through. Mm. And, uh, and the, the idea was is that he... Uh, he had never been home since his death, his supposed death. And so his, nobody knew that he was still alive. And this episode has some awesome, you know, relational stuff and some, uh, some really incredible, uh, you know, backstory. Backstory, quite right too. So um, that that's really the beginning of this is like him going back to his hometown, and uh, and ex- and and he sees his father flying his his crop duster. It's Thanksgiving also, so, you know, nobody wants to be alone when about the holidays, so. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this tale is, is you have his sister, who is a scientist in her own right, trying to develop some insecticides for the crop duster so that the farmland can produce produce so that the billionaire tyrant doesn't buy out good old papa for the land. So, she's having problems. Along comes Big Brother, back from the dead. Can he help solve these problems, Sue? Did he? Well, he, he's a, you know, 
you know, he's a fantastic scientist himself. And, uh, and so is his sister. And so is actually, um, you know, the, the create, the, the billionaire or millionaire or whatever. He, he was, uh, oh, the scientist that high up was pretty good. He was just, yeah. For it, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of like, uh, a, a story from Dr. Who called the green death. Because they were, they, they minus were the minus the maggots and no condoms. No, no, no. They were the maggots. Those larvae, yeah, those larvae were totally maggots. I, 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 I retract that statement. Minus the giant mad, mad, right, right. They were, maggots. they weren't giants, but they were, they were totally maggots. Ooh, anyway. And beetles. And beetles. Mm. Yeah. And the Beatles. Yeah, there was. I think they they named them John Paul uh, Ringo and. Uh, Very funny. Uh, good old boom. I'm just surprised it didn't come rolling up in the yellow submarine. Um, but there we go. Um, what I found interesting about this tale was was the whole backstory of David and Helen's childhood. You know, where their mother became terminally sick and. That there was some winning resentment towards the old man after his mother passed away. Very good meat on the bone to the backstory of the Banner childhood. You notice that the, uh, the, the young Banner had uh, a, a bit of a Beatles haircut going on, and uh, you know, in the in the forties. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have but to say, a bit of a trailblazer before you know before his time. Yeah. Uh, the, the flashback segment where the father was trying to persuade the teenage Banner to go to school. At a specific school to carry on the family legacy. I don't know who voiced over that. You know, he saw that the shadow cell it. I don't know who who voiced that over, but he was god awful. It may have been kind of uh, rough, but you know, he needed to. He needed. They needed to uh, ramp up the tension between. David and his dad, or Bruce. No, no, I, I, I get it. The, re, the rebellious teen who had resentment towards the old man in light of his mother's passing. I get that. But, 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 his, but his dad was a rage monster, too. Hmm. You know, his dad had had that, that anger issue, and that was what they were getting at. They were getting at, like, look, this family is totally used to this rage issue. Dad is a total tweaker rage monster, just like just like David was. Um, you know, David so, is just on that, you mentioned father father and sister. I found it interesting that in both the whole couch in this episode, we have the big reveal. Um that they and, that they were both like there watching him change, right? And there's no amnesia, there's no bump on the head, there's no right? obscure vision. They now know, and now he's back on the run come the end of this. But we'll get to that later. Um, the initial plan of, who's the millionaire's name? Uh, His name is uh, Dean Eckhart. Eckhart, yeah. Eckhart, yeah. His initial plan of, he, he seemed to be one step ahead of everybody. He even knew they were working on a formula in Helen's lab, which I found interesting. He had, he had, he had spies everywhere. Um, you know, money can't buy... Everything as the case is soon discovered. So, interesting take. The big business developer doesn't always outwit the good old country boy. Yeah. 
little tidbit about Diana, by the way. Um, there, um, there was talk, had the series gone on a bit longer and sort of come to an actual conclusion, they were going to bring Helen Banner back uh, as a possible She-Hulk. Yeah, because the She-Hulk mm. in the comics was was the the cousin, right? Yeah, but that was what was happening. Yeah, but I think they were going to twist it to make it out to be you know it's like instead of the, the cousin would be his sister in the series. And, uh, sorry, and she was dying, I think, and need and the only next to kin was David to sort of save her. And oh, I think that's something the, 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 the same stack, the blood transfusion thing. Okay, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, and I had that had that come about, but she would have been. You know, like the next like Hulk could be like, you know. I smell a spin-off. Oh wait, we get cancelled. Um, yeah. Interesting concept, oh. man. Yeah, yeah. So D- Diana was known for Star Trek: The Next Generation. She played Doctor Pulaski, mm. and she was in Batman: The Animated. And she Who was, was she in, not? Uh, like Empty Nest and. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who who was she in Batman with Kevin Conroy in that? She she played Doctor Leslie Theopolis or something like that. Don't recall that character. All right, okay. We'll probably know if I've seen her. Fair play yeah. to the 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 actor who played the old man. I thought he did a stellar job in this. Um, yeah, he, he was great. He was quite well cast because he does actually look a bit like Bill. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's, the, it's the side on view of the hair that I noticed, and I'm like, and, whoa. And, yeah. And he when you when he's when he's cradling his face. He actually, his profile is actually like, like, lose. Mm. Yeah. So that was uh, there were so many amazing moments in this. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd I'd never even seen this one. I never even knew that this this episode was oh. was part of the the canon. And it's don't use that disgusting c word, please. It's not so relevant. I'm glad to see words read. It's ugly, ugly head again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please forgive me. Oh my I god! You fired a ball out of okay. Um, right. Well, okay. Sorry. That, that notwithstanding, um, I can cover what you say, Sue, and I really did enjoy it. It's been years since I've saw this homecoming. I'm thinking, what the hell is this? And I'm going, and then I thought Thanksgiving. Okay, he's definitely going home. And I'm going, oh, and I totally forgot the twist that the old man was actually his father. I, I, I assumed watching this back for the first time, fifteen minutes that. Um, she was like an ex-neighbor or an ex, you know, child friend, and the, the old man had something to do with his mother's death and all the rest of it. So the twist when it was revealed that it, it was the old man, I'm like, oh, shock horror! But there you go. That explained homecoming. Yeah. Those flashback sequences were quite, quite like, beautifully shot. It was like a sort of noir, noirish kind of camera yeah. to it. You know, especially with the thunderstorm bit and stuff like that. It looked really cool. Thunder, yeah, and the sandstorm type. Yeah. I thought those shots were quite good. That sort of dream, it was kind of like dreamlike, you know, when when they're running through the, you know, with the wind and everything blowing and stuff. I thought that was really cool. good. One of them was dreamlike when he was having the nightmare. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah but I like the fact that the two girls, you know, the, 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 she was she obviously was the older sister. But when, you yeah. know, in the flashback, she's definitely older than the boy and David. Um, not by much, probably, but, you know. Couple of years after that, yeah, and they always had this. um, It comes into it later on that they always had this secret place they went to when they wanted to be together or whatever. Do you remember? She takes them to a oh, yeah, 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 little place, yeah. We placed just beyond the woods, yeah, yeah. And the the woman who played uh, the mother, Hmm. uh, Elizabeth, she was she's been acting, 
she acted until like 2007. But uh -oh. this was this was her second acting job ever. Um, no, her uh -oh. third acting job ever, and she just left a soap or something. So yeah, she lost a soap. She left a soap. Oh, sorry. Okay, right. Yeah, right. A soap opera, One Life to Live. Right. Okay. So she, I mean, she was new at the game at this one, but she did, she did really act her, her oh, well. face off. It was proved early on. She had a bit of range about her. I'll hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Did we, uh, did we know what she, what her illness was? I just remember her coughing a lot and have sort of feverish. I don't know what the actual name. Um, cancer, no? Yeah, you, you, it was you definitely a terminal that. illness, but yeah, I, don't, yeah. I can't remember what it was. Um, you know. No, we know that coughing involved. You're like, eh, it's going to be some type of. But he, uh, young young David definitely was blaming his dad for that. You know. Yeah. He really, yeah. his for his dad. Yeah. I'd rather go men defence. Yeah, yeah. You know. And both David and Helen went into like science because of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the, and the old man was allowed to tend the farm with his helpers. So. And he was always very angry with it, you know, and bitter, you know, you know, with that, with that you know, obviously with that, you know, that a tycoon guy. You know, they've got a rocky yeah. relationship. And so he's yeah. fed up with that. And then David comes in and she tries to keep him hidden from the father, which eventually isn't successful, you know. I've got that, yeah. That's after the first Hulk out. They, he discovers yeah. them, doesn't he, you know. So we get into the first Hulk out. Would you guys like to pick up on that one, please? Yeah. Yeah. It was the end result of his nightmare about his mother's passing. He bolted upright, the eyes went pale, and the sisters in the doorway going, holy shit, what's happened to my brother? But, um... Yeah, and interesting how he, he didn't go ape right away. Um, he somewhat listened to her when, when she was asking him questions until he picks up the picture of the old man. Stared at it, then the shit hits the fan. Um, a few fans get knocked over, the customary door gets booted in, and then chaos ensues upon the farm. Briefly. And, and as he's running away, after he's... After he, uh, Tipped over the, he pushed the the hay off. Yeah, he pushed the hay off the car, off off the trailer, and yeah. then he tipped the trailer over, and as, and he was staring at his father, and he's like, "What? You know?" I'll show you, you old mofo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, you know, hmm. standing up to dad, and you know, look at me, I'm big and I'm green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then instead of, like, going up and kicking his father's butt, he, he runs off. Yeah, goes and hides behind his sister. What a wish. No, no, yeah. not behind his sister, behind behind those trees or behind that yeah, Well, behind his sister's running away, you know, but, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's your offer quiet. Are you going to contribute something here or you have an issue with the background vocals? Alex? I assume he may have issues. Yeah, so... Uh, hey, guys. Uh, sorry about that. I had to travel, and I'm using my cell phone and my Bluetooth. Can, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry if I'm uh, a little bit uh, out of sync here. Uh, I, I did like the episode. I guess he showed backstory and, you know, his family sort of and all that. Um, and of course, this was the episode that uh, Mr. Rogers uh, interviewed both Bill Bixby and Luke Perigno as the uh, 
as the Hulk in the show, part of the scenes in the in the plane, and the Hulk was on the plane. Ah, uh, I like I like both episodes, but uh, uh, I like the Mister Rogers more. Mm. Uh, it's just an interesting trivia. Uh, Coincidentally, if, if, if the clowns know they're still talking out of a burger and fries. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry about that, guys. Please, no problem. I can only hear you for like a few seconds and then stop. Uh, okay. Uh, so I just lost my train of thought a wee bit there, Graham. What was the last thing we, we, we were saying? Uh, um, oh, yeah, the Mr. Rogers thing. Yeah. It was really good, actually, that, that when he went on set for The Hulk. Um, yeah. And... Uh, it's in two parts. You can see it on YouTube. It's only about only about like ten minutes long each one. Oh, you know what? Well, that was a staple for a lot of kids in the states back in the day, man. And I'm really looking forward to the, the, the biopic with Tom Hanks later. Um, but it was interesting because when he was on set, he interviewed Bill and um, he interviewed Lou, and then it showed the process. Like it, it did, like a, a he went into the trailer to where Lou was having having the Hulk makeup put on, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and uh, so. Um, the behind the scenes, obviously. Yeah. He, uh, they filmed it, you know, the 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 makeup process, but they did it. They did it in like a time, what do you call that thing? Time lapse. Um, so the time what thing? Sort of like that, an early yeah. sort of thing of that, like speed it up so you can see the you know the makeup being applied really fast. You know, yeah, 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 took yeah. hours to do, but it was just really fascinating how they did it. You know, and um, how they put all the stuff on him and the prosthetics and everything, and painted him green, and um, and then they spoke to him as he as he was dressed up as the Hulk and. Yeah. Before and after, and then he was all cleaned up again to go home, saying goodbye to them. And uh, and they sh- and the scene was from um, they were filming on the soundstage with the plane, that little plane that, that yep. was in Homecoming. The, the and, red uh, plane, yeah. The scene with Lou standing up on the wing, and uh, with like a, you know like with a big fan blowing and stuff like that. Yeah. To simulate was, the, the the wind movement. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you get back to the story, guys. <laughs> So what well, essentially the deal is, is after the first Hulk out, it, you know, the reveal Papa and Sister are now back in his life, and it's a case of, okay, we have a few days here to um, come up with an antidote to our insecticide problem to make the crops grow. Otherwise, it's bye-bye farm. They come up with something. Big billionaire tycoon, badass boss, says, oh, no, no, we're not having that. I'm sending my fug round to try and sabotage your experiment and sue does he succeed um he did not not totally mm. um the get elaborate the the formula that they had found is it was actually working and um and when they when they tried to uh when they when they loaded it up in the canister on the plane, uh, there was another guy there who was um, who was going to pre-release it so that it didn't go over the crops, and that that other guy. Let me let me see. Let me figure out who that was played by. Um, that was played by uh, Steve Burns. Mm. Excellent. No, Drew Snyder. Sorry, played by Drew Snyder. Anyway, um, that other that other uh, guy was riding front seat as you know Papa Banner was flying the plane in the in rear seat. Uh, Holson. 
Yeah. Pirate's name is Holson. So they were going to they were going to spray the field, kill the larvae, make them turn into beetles. So that was the thing that they discovered was that they were going to change cause the metamorphosis to adulthood for these larval to the beetles. Yep. Right. Uh, I mean, like that was the the science that they were doing, and uh, so they. They loaded it and and then uh there's a caveat. Holson gets paid four grand to dust the the crop field with this dodgy non working insecticide. And then there's a twist whereby oh no, screw that, he's not getting his four grand, make it all like an accident, sabotage the plane. Yeah. yeah. He's got a free drop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't there a bit earlier on where uh, um where um Banners, David, they, they did they find some kind of like um, antidote to all this, like to the crop, the spraying or something. They found oh. like a, a bug or something that could. They found they found, it, they found the the enzyme or the hormone to make them metamorphose into adulthood. Ah. So they were safe. The larvae could eat the hell out of a a, a, a field, but the the beetles just scurry around on the ground and don't actually eat eat anything anymore, mm. apparently. So that they found the that, yeah. and that was the science. Yeah, I was just, I was, yeah, that bit I was, I was curious about, you know, like, I want us to address that part, because that was kind of important, because that was a big breakthrough they had, you know, they when they know. both worked together, a scientist uh, and brother and sister, obviously. You know. Yep, yep, it was, a, it was a wonder twins power activate type moment, um, except they were only twins. And what was the bit, Graham, where where um, where, Ban- where David was sleeping um, in the lab or something, and uh, the guy got in and tried to tried to sabotage with like that was the, that was him trying to make it look like a chemical accident. They tried to burn down the lab but failed. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So they were just gonna either sabotage the plane or pre-drop. I, I thought that, that they said pre-drop, but I, I thought they ended up being beef, but then they, then they're gonna make I got confused, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So they were going to do something to the plane or something to the to the drop the, or whatever. The, the, they were going to make sure he dropped it, and then the, the, they were basically going to make sure that it did in the plane survive. So it was basically both. Yeah. So. So then they went up, and uh, they they first saw David, and David was trying to talk to his father, and yeah, there was that, there was that. The, 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 I got punched. And the, no, 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 hang on. Before that, there, there, there was that scene in the drive-up in, in the truck uh, where they're trying to come to some type of resolution and they end up having an argument. Uh, the old man walks off and then he goes underneath the plane and that's where he discovers it's actually sabotaged. Then he gets knocked out and now, Sue, we are where you... Right. I would right, right, right. So he, he's, he's hit in the head. He not, he's knocked on the ground. Yeah. And he doesn't hulk out immediately. He just has to wake up normally. And by this time, the plane's already, uh, you know, in motion. Yeah. Uh, and then for some reason, Bill Bigsby becomes one of the greatest track and field runners I have ever bloody seen. Um, I know, right? Uh, yeah, well, he, he, he had a really bad knee. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he could have he, he qualified for the 1978 Olympics, for God's sake, if he ran like that. Um, but, you know, sometimes you've got to... Suspended this belief, I guess. Uh, considering they were farming on a sound stage, why not? 
Well, I mean, I mean, they weren't, they weren't doing. He wasn't doing the running on the soundstage. No, that no, was no, 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 really no, outside no, of that. No, point. No, when he gets, gets on the plane, no, yeah, 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 he gets yeah. on the plane. That's different. <laughs> Yeah, run, bitch, be run. Yeah, wrong movie. But um, so give us the whole cap, uh, guys. Give us the whole cap. Well, um, it's, it's hang on, Bell. This plane's going up. And rar, he gets he gets angry because it's he's um, sort of. He's angry about a plane for God's sake. Would you not be angry? Yeah. Yeah, it's scary too. I mean, geez, yeah. you're hanging out from you know, five, 500 feet above the ground. And oh my gosh. Well, it's above the sound stage, but yeah, but no, but that's, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, the Hulk out happens and the uh, old man's being what the stage. Foot, yeah. he, the, Hulk, the Hulk puts his foot, rar, puts his foot right down through the, the wing. It's like a cloth wing. And so he, he steps oh, right my. down through it. Onto the onto the strut, and that's like, and that's how he hangs on. He's trying to give the plane some type of momentum, equilibrium, balance for when they. I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just curious, guys. Is that actually scientifically possible that you could hold your own weight on the wing and still lift, hold the wing? Uh, right? Yeah, they, they do have wing walkers, but the, yeah, the point is, like, like uh, he he put his his put his foot through the fusel through the wing. So that would make it like a little less aerodynamic. So you know when they do all that acrobatic stuff, it's 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 crazy. It doesn't it that doesn't make sense. But you know it's a superhero thing. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, regular human being probably know this guy. Uh, it serves as a plot device. Yeah. Well, it's pretty, pretty, you know, it's pretty impressive that he can hold his own weight uh, and the wing. You know, yeah, uh, at the same time. Well, it's either that or let two people die, so... Well, yeah, well, that's true, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Alex. This was the Mr. Rogers episode where we visited both uh, Bill Bixby, David Banner, and uh, Troy Nolan Mako, and then they showed in the Mr. Rogers episode the director yelling cues and Hmm. moving the the wing back and forth. And, you know, Luke Schroeder kind of has to balance off. Uh, you know, at least it didn't look too bad on film. It actually looked uh, really good on film. You know, that's the other thing about the Incredible Hulk is that even though it wasn't the days of CGI and all that, I guess he was, you know, seven, eight feet tall, 600 pounds or something. I don't know if that would bring down the plane if you were inside or the outside. I don't know if the plane would be, uh, I assume a plane could at least handle. 500 pounds, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a part of it. Then again, I don't think they, yeah, they may not have elephants on planes too much. So maybe that's, uh, I don't know if that's the same or, or not. So he, so he starts hulking out in front of his father. His father sees him. Yay. And, so uh, everybody in his family knows that he's alive and well and turns into a hulk. So that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and of course, we have the obligatory end of the episode cameo. How much did Jack get paid for these, by the way? Because throughout the whole show's run, he must have been in, must have accumulated a total of what? Hey. An hour. A few hours. <laughs> right? You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apart from that two parter he did, you know, with Bill. Yes. Um, that's probably the most screen time he had in any, <laughs> any you know. Yeah. Yeah. A long time, but, really. 
And the plus side for old Jack, he's, he's not going away empty-handed this time. He gets a Thanksgiving dinner. So, but yeah. his family, you know, didn't reveal any of this stuff. So his family is got the secret as as well as him. Yeah, my brother's alive and he's green. Yeah. And that that last that that last moment where the Hulk is hanging on, and his father's there, cu- like cupping his face in his hand. Yeah. I mean, in Bye. that moment, you can see the. I mean, they did a, such a good job with the casting of for his dad because it does look like Lou in profile. It was. I am. Um... As much as I agree with you with that since that scene, so my first glance, my first intention was, "Oh my God, I hope the wig doesn't fall off." <laughs> but that's not you. Alex know. said the same that, thing. That, that poor wig. Yeah, yeah. That wig gets some. It gets a lot of stick. Yeah. It does. Done. It was a byproduct at the time. We <laughs> love it, really. So that was pretty much it. And so it was nice with the father, sort of like accepting uh, him. Yeah. McGee busy while um, you know the father said quietly said goodbye to. David, you know, mm-hmm. and McGee got to chow down on some turkey. So, uh, gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Yeah, rare. What a homecoming. It was, it was cool to see the Banner family relating. Yeah. And I stand by my statement that his, that his father's a rage monster and, and he, get, he gets his greenness and everything from his father. Like, all of that. All that stuff is uh, is from Daddy. Well, you know the old saying, folks. Big farmer, big hands. Steady. Uh, I said hands. Oh, good, good, yeah. Uh, you know what to say about big hands. But, uh, that, you know, uh, I'll stop there. Small yeah. feet. Anyway, continue. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to just quickly say to you guys, thank you all so much for being here. Always and, a pleasure, um, mate. And yeah. for, uh, you know, giving us your, your lovely views and stuff on this episode. Hmm. Um, and um, I hope you all enjoyed it too, who, you know, to the two listeners that we have. And uh, um, and hope you join us very soon on the Incredible Hot Podcast. Until then, I'd like to thank um, Sue, Alex, and Graham. Thank you so much, guys. Good point, And uh, yep. we shall see you very soon. So in the meantime, please, whatever you do. Bye, whatever you do, for God's sake, don't hog out. Brother. <laughs>